What happens when you don't own anything? Think about it. Nowadays, every big company, when it comes to a technological company, they tell us, hey, you know what? We've got you. Our services are in the cloud, so they never go down. Or your XYZ is hosted in the cloud. It will be there forever. But what happens when there is an outage? What happens when a company's practices change? What happens when a product's terms of service changes? Or what happens when those features change over time? Google Photos is an incredibly, incredibly popular product. Lots of people use it. I use it. I'm a huge fan. But here's the thing. Google Photos also compresses your photos if you're using the free version in which they allow you 15 gigabytes of storage, which also ties in to your Google Drive storage, which also ties in to your Gmail. What about when that compression, you get sick and tired of that compression? What happens? So let's talk about the cloud. Let's talk about its potential environmental impact. Let's talk about the potential impact that it just has on you altogether. The cloud. Welcome to In the Weeds with Dexter Johnson. This is a tech podcast all about you, the listener. My aim is to educate, inform, and most importantly, empower you with the tools that you need to face this ever-changing world of technology. So let's get into it, shall we? So let's get this right out of the way. When it comes to cloud computing, there are two main factors that we have to think about when it comes to the potential impact on this planet. First and foremost, electricity. Everything needs power, folks. Everything simply needs power. You cannot get around it. But the thing is, how are we generating this power? Coal? Wind? Usually we're using tougher ways to generate that power, primarily due to the fact that our world is ran by lots of outdated systems. Our world is ran by lots of outdated thinking that, you know, honestly just lines the pockets of certain individuals. So when you think, think about your power consumption, because certain CPUs and certain graphics cards, they will tell you, hey, this will generate you X amount of dollars per year. This is how much it's going to be for the charge of running this potential machine. Now, it's one thing to look at a personal computer, which might cost you $10 to run per year versus the supercomputers that Google uses, Amazon uses, Microsoft uses to power Azure and other things like that. All of these places where all of these virtual machines are being listed, hosted, and charged to these companies, but using these companies' data centers. And then when you think about a data center, if you've ever worked for a company, you've walked past this really dark room. This really dark room that houses your company's servers. And you know what? 
you need those servers to be op operating in an optimal temperature because here's the thing computers produce heat this is why most computers have a fan and that heat needs to be dissipated because the hotter it gets the more prone to issues that you're going to have and potentially have a hardware failure which is why you have to cool your machine so on top of electricity you also need ac you need cooling any data center needs to be cooled and when you're cranking as much as you can albeit in a supercomputer fashion or if you're cranking so much dealing with everyone else's application that you're hosting you can have a potential issue so when we're talking about cloud computing you have to depend on that now usually cloud computing is quite 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 robust and it does, for the most part, just work, especially when you're dealing with things being highly available and you get your offer, your promise of your nine nines of uptime, which is 99.99% available and up, which is great. That is the promise that these companies can provide due to the fact that they're operating at such immense scale. But the downsides is that you don't own, you really don't own your data think about it the cloud what is it i've given this rudimentary very simple explanation of it before the cloud is someone else's computer think about it and you can easily pretend you can just say hey i'm going to give my friend these photos and every time i want access to these photos i'm going to call you and I want you to email me those photos. Or you can just pretend that this transaction is taking place using Google Photos and your tapping of the app icon on your home screen is initiating the phone call and then you get the photos in your app. So when we just break it down, the true definition of, of a cloud is someone else's hardware. So you're always going to be reliant on someone else. So here's the thing. What happens when a company that you don't like buys a service that's a cloud, that's primarily a cloud service? What happens when a company that you don't like for whatever be it reason, whether you dislike their CEO, whether they have kind of shoddy business practices, what happens when they get a lot of money and they decide to buy the company that you utilize for cloud services. So I always recommend a hybrid model, whether it's for business or it's for personal. Sometimes you want to have those pictures backed up in Amazon's photos or Apple photos, but it's also really, really good to have some local backups as well. Sometimes it's great to keep a password database in one password, dash lane, or LastPass. But it's also great to have a standalone KDBX or KeyPass database that you can store locally on a drive, encrypt it, and forget about it. So guys, it's always good to keep a backup. It's always great to think about the services that you have and think of ways that you can provide yourself a local solution. So guys, cloud has its upsides. 
it also has its downsides. And I'm here to simply paint that picture and let you decide what you're going to do with your, your cloud services and your cloud service options in the future. Guys, until next time, this is Dexter Johnson. Be sure to share the podcast with a friend and I'll holler at you. Thank you for listening to another episode of In the Weeds with Dexter Johnson. I'm hoping you're coming away more empowered, educated, and enthralled in the technological world. Be sure to tell a friend, share this episode, and follow me on Twitter at Dexter underscore Johnson. And most importantly, stay tuned for future episodes. Until next time.